This is MC Take Flight. Welcome to Sinister the Saints with your boy Change. Stay tuned for my testimony interview. God's blessings. Hey, Minister Change. Brother, I'll let your service. Oh, God. From Sinister the Saints, this podcast of truth. You is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. Yeah. It's Minister Change, Minister Change, Minister the Saints. Yeah. This podcast of truth. You whistle, you ain't. Yeah. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change, it's Minister Change, Minister the Saints. This podcast of truth. You whistle, you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. You know where we at. Welcome to Silly the Saints Podcast. I'm the Pin Pimper. So stay tuned to Bits and Pieces of a Chain Man Thesis, The Pin Pimper's Temperament. Insurance plans for auto life, home, and health. Insurance is an umbrella to protect yourself. Because when it rains, it pours. So insurance ensures that the loved ones of yours endures. It's a grand decision, a protective provision for any degrees of necessity. For instance, like HIP, the Healthy Indiana Plan, stands. Insurance is a helping hand, God send, that enables to tolerate a bad fate, a modesty policy, in the event of harm or loss of death of someone that you love. A cover that hovers that says you do love us. A underwrite light that guides and terms life. A sums of income when God's will is done. Do not exist without it and never doubt it. Read if you need. Just proceed to learn about it. It's not to live lavish, but to establish hardships that will land. So I encourage every woman, every man, set up an insurance plan. Greetings, 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 my vessels of the Most High. It's time to crusade with your boy, Change on Center to Saints. Life is a testimony. God is good all the time. Be thankful for your life, man. Your breakthrough is one prayer away. Amen, 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 amen. I'd like to welcome my guest, MC Take Flight to Saints and Sinners. What's the blessings, man, of God? Tell me how you're feeling. Oh, blessed by the best. Hey, I won't stress always. Count it all joy, right? Amen, 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 brother, amen. Hey, man, I'd like to start this interview off, man. Well, I want you to tell the people, man, where you're from or where you kicked it at, man, where you grew up at. Uh, uh, my mama had me in Indiana, but as a baby, she moved to the West Coast, North Las Vegas. I grew up in North Las Vegas, but, you know, when you get saved and, and you get changed, uh, people ask by the accent. They say people want to know where I'm from listening to the music, and I stand from heaven. And they look at me funny, but I don't claim this earth because the father said we was with him before he even performed the earth. So I'm just passing through. I believe strongly I'm going back home. That's why I call myself Take Flight, because when it's time to go, I'm going to take flight. Amen, amen, brother. Most definitely. We all know that we just passing through this thing. And our assignment as we passing through this thing is just to save as many souls as possible so we can rejoice with them in heaven. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Yeah. Hey, brother, I'd like to ask you, man, what is one of your favorite Bible scriptures you like to go to, man, when a time of need? 
Well, the one that saved me is First Peter 5 and 8. Be sober and vigilant because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking on whom he may devour. And as growing up in the streets of North Las Vegas, I was, as they say, a product of your environment. If my mom had more money or whatnot, she could have moved in the far west, Summerlin area, the Henderson area, Green Valley area. But when she moved out here, she was only 18, 19. And her and her sister left Indiana, left eight brothers and sisters, mothers, fathers, uncles, aunties, and two youngest sisters out of 10 moved all the way to Las Vegas with two boys apiece. So they did what they had to do. And moving in North Las Vegas in the 80s when crack broke out, it was like 83. Crack really was an epidemic in like 85. Uh, it was hard. So when I was growing up, drugs was a big factor of making money, survival, wanting to get my mom out the hood, doing things that I thought was helping, but it was hurting. So when I got locked up the last time, God spoke to me in the cell, and when I read that scripture, it let me know every time I get loaded, every time I'm doing something, the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion seeking to devour me. Why am I putting these in my temple when all I need is God? So that scripture right there, it keeps me from going back because going back is not an option, but it's also just it, it hit different because to me that scripture is what really delivered me from alcohol and drugs. Amen, 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 brother. That's that that that's a good scripture, man. And that's a testimony, man, to start this thing off on the right note, brother, because with that being said, man, that leads right into the next question, man. Do you think your childhood or your upbringing played a major part in your life, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, I believe train up a child. When Proverbs tell you to train up a child, man, and the way they should go, so when they get old, they want to part. I believe strongly that that is a must. And my kids now, they don't know nothing of that stuff in the streets. When God say he had told in the sea of forgiveness, I thank God. My 18-year-old, he skateboards. Amen. He I was locked up at his age, smoking sherm, selling drugs, carrying pistols, and shootouts, all type of stuff. A year or two later, I was in a wheelchair. The police, North Las Vegas police, tried to kill me. So the whole thing about being in Christ, people don't know the grass is greener on this side. Amen. People don't really tell the truth about the blessings of obedience, because disobedience is that sin of witchcraft, so we don't know that we put witchcraft on ourselves of being disobedient, so that products of our environment, a lot of people say it's not true. It is true, because I know a lot of people that had better uh, uh, living arrangements, or living situations, or lived in different neighborhoods that didn't even do none of that stuff. And my son, his mom stayed Sunrise Mountains, no gangs, no nothing, skateboarders, and he's not doing skater drugs. Now he tells his friends about vapors, so and he go to church and listen, but he's real quiet. And I just thank God because it does. Your upbringing has a lot to do with who you are, and I wouldn't take it back. But like Lecrae said, he'll do it again. I won't. Amen. I pray to God he would not let me go through that again. <laughs> I went through hell to get saved. They can't take this from me. Amen. Something I, you know. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. And that. And, and man, that's that's good, man, because we right on course, man. And and, and that uh, lead and that leads to the next question, brother. Have your friends or associates, man, caused you to make bad decisions when you was in that environment, man, in the, in, in the course of your life? I think it was the the way of living, because you when you living in the eighties, every man was trying to be a man as a kid. Eleven years old, I'm carrying a pistol, selling drugs in a gang. Like eleven years old, that don't make sense to me now kids are doing it later and i thank god they're not uh as bad as we were everybody says it's getting worse but we need to look at the times it was way worse in the biblical times than it is now 
And I think yeah. that a lot of people around you were older. They didn't know. So you trying to be a hard, big home, little homie to the big homies. And then, like, if they say something to you, you reach out like, you can't make me do nothing. Like, so it was, I think it was just the weight of the area, the weight of the hood, as they would say, the, the ghetto or whatever you want to call it, the way of the projects or whatever, because in that atmosphere, it was like you had to be a man. It wasn't no punks. It was like just so much, uh, I guess, you had to bring, so much that they expected out of you. And if you stood up for yourself and being a man, it, it showed that you were tough and you were hard. Now they egg you on to make you seem like you something that you ain't, and then you don't realize it's just a trick of the devil. But, yeah, a lot of that stuff that was around, I think some friends were easy to influence, and I seen a lot die that jumped in cars when you told them not to get in cars with certain people because you could see the evil. If you've been in those situations, you can see the darkness in a person's eye. You can tell that they're evil. You can tell people that's really rooted in evil, and you will tell your friends in the neighborhood, we're going to have to kill him or he's going to kill one of us. And mm. you, you, feel it. you feel the evilness, even though that's not right, but... I believe that you was already picked by God before you even went through, you know, your hell on earth. And Amen. you can feel the evil. You can see it. So, yes, I believe strongly. Well, most definitely, yeah. brother. Most definitely. Because it said God knew us when we was in our mother's womb. So he already right. knew us. He already knew the, the adversities and things that we was going to be facing, man. So, I Amen. mean, he already knew that, brother. So um, that leads me into the next question, brother. Man, what life experience, man, or turning point caused you to say, man, this is enough. I can't do it without God. I got to turn to God. Man, um, last time I got locked up like 10 years ago, and it was for stuff I knew I didn't do. And I knew every time I used to get locked up what I was there for, so I lay it down. You do the crime, you do the time. If we all in the car and you throw a pistol in the car and the police pull us over, we didn't believe in Oh, that's his, or whatever we believe. We all knew what we was going to do, so police do your job. Everybody be quiet, because what the first thing they say, you have the right to remain silent. And as a gangster, where I grew up, you take your rights. If they say anything else, sorry, officer, do your job. You said I have the right to remain silent. So growing up in that brought me to a hard state where I was already put up us against the police. So when the police ran me over, I expected. I never blamed the police. I never said, oh, they did me wrong. I hear a lot of people playing victim when the police do stuff, but what do we do? Like, it's Cowboys and Indians. It's, it's bloody Christian. I mean, I believe they like the Cowboys. We like Indians, so it, we're against them. So when I got in the cell the last time, I was uh, reading the Word. I started fasting because they were going to give me life. And I started reading the Word, Man. and I, I had a big Hawaiian brother come in the cell, and he saw a Bible on the sink, you know, the little sink that's connected to the toilet, the little yeah. steel toilet yeah. sink. And then he seen the Bible on my bunk, because I always get the bottom bunk, because I got metal in my body since the police ran me over. And, uh, and I always tell them, the doctors and everything in the hospital, I'm in the jail to let them know so I could be on that bottom bunk. In case riots broke out, yeah. I don't want to jump down and then slip, exactly. and I already get off. Yeah, I want to be Exactly, because so, you'll never know what's going to happen in that yeah, environment. You never yeah. know what's in there. Yeah. So I was sitting there reading the Word, and I started fasting every Sunday, giving up my trade. And, you know, that showed a sign of weakness, but I wasn't afraid. I knew that God before me, he more than the world against me. So I was giving away my breakfast, lunch, and dinners on Sunday. So people used to try to come by the room, and I told them to go wait. So when we went to go back in the cell, on the weekends they lock you down out here and say they training, but they just be chilling. Yeah. And I looked yeah. up to the 
the top buck and the Hawaiian brother that saw the Bible and stuff, he came in there and he was like, hey, brother, cuz, you Christian? And I was like, uh, yeah. He said, I said, you? He said, I said, it's Christian. Hawaii said, what do you mean? We say, brother, cuz, like, brother, hey, blood, brother. I was like, oh, my bad. He said, how about you 25 push-ups every bad word? Okay. How about I do 35 since you already big? And that's how I got cussing out my mouth. So I realized that brother was there for me, and I was there for him. And one day I heard God said, I don't have to leave you in prison. I can send you to hell. So I banged on the bunk. He up there snoring like a bull. I'm like, man, what you saying? I banged and banged. And I immediately broke out in tears and dropped to my knees. So I tell everybody, a lot of people said they had choices. I tell everybody, I was like Jonah. He said he won't get his wicked generation no other sign but that of Jonah in the well. When he put me in the belly of that beast, Amen. I cried out to God. I really cried out, and I knew it was God talking to me. He scared me straight. So last time I locked up, when he told me he had to leave me in prison for the rest of my life, because I prayed. That's why I was fast. I prayed. I said, you got pastors and preachers up there. I said, you don't need no more up there, God. I said, please let me out. I, I promise you, I, you, but I told him he had to do it. I had to come to that understanding when we say, give us the strength. Be Amen. my strength. Be my brain. Amen. It's not good enough. When we say, God, you do it. You say, you any man not, you hear any man, man hear me not that I'll come in and be one with them and they'll be one with me. Well, you say you'll be one with me, so you think for me. Because if I get Amen. out and go down the wrong aisle at a liquor store, I'm going to buy a bottle. If I go down the street and see some people having money with it, I'm going to get a sack. Now i got to get a pistol. Now I'm in the same situation. I can't do it. you got to do it. And that's when he changed me. So, Man. It was that point in that time when I realized that you got to really let go and let God. Amen, amen, brother. When they say put them burdens down, let God handle it and don't pick them up. Brother, right. brother, 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 that is the truth. Man. So, man, amen. you know, I know we go through a lot of things in life, man, but what is the best thing about being a believer, man, the Lord Jesus Christ? I, I, I would sound like a, a money preacher or a prosperity <laughs> preacher with the blessings, man, the blessings. <laughs> if I knew this, I would have stopped game banging everything at 11. If I knew this was so <laughs> okay, good, like okay. everything you pray for. When okay. you, and, and I'm not all the way obedient. I can't say I'm perfect because I have thoughts that, that make me repent daily, like you said. But the blessings, man, when I pray for stuff, it happens. I have it. Look, when I've been out, I've been out 10 years. I had vehicles driving a church van. I've been in every vehicle I've been been in, I haven't bought. When man. I was out there hustling, I had to hustle and buy vehicles. I had the roof on, rent paid. I mean, like I, I do somebody toilet. Don't even know how I know how to do toilet sink, electricity, all this. God just gave me some gifts, extra gifts on top of the gifts. And I, and, I, and I paid my rent like that when I first got out because I was on paper that nobody wanted to hire extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The blessings, but I cannot believe that when people find out you're saved, I'm to my ex gangbanger friends, they don't call, they don't come around. If I knew that the fake and phony would get away from me, I would beg I saved. It's God's favor and his blessings, bro. Amen. 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 But sometimes, man, we got to go through those trials and tribulations and those experiences, man, those revelations and situations make us greater for the kingdom of God, man. Most definitely, bro. Hey, man, say if you had to create, man, a survival kit, man, for the saints and sinners, just three things. What would be three things you would put in it, man? Man, is it physical things that you can touch? Well, just three right. things, brother. It don't even matter. Just, just three things. Okay. So I, uh, you, gotta, I, you have to have the word of God. You Amen. Have to have the word of God. Um, man, and I would put probably 
to be honest, with the word of God, I put a, uh, a, a, a understanding of how to break down the Bible. So it had to be something like, uh, like something like a device that you can Google it, dictionary, some some type of device where they can. Because without the understanding, you read it like a book. You shut it. I know so many people that read it like a book. You shut it, and they yeah. don't get the understanding because the certain words they don't have the definition, even in newer translations. But something that can put them in time, like concordance and all that, something that they can Google the everything they need to know about what they're reading, yeah, understanding of it, and then the last, not least, is on that thing, would have to have your show pinned to it, because I believe that we're only overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony, and your show, what I heard and what I'm witnessing right now is that you call and you have interviews of testimonies Amen. of people I couldn't have got saved if I wouldn't have heard it. Uh, I wouldn't have had faith to know that I was going to walk again if I didn't hear about uh, Prophet Lola beating cancer three times. You know what I'm saying? The, the testimony, really, Amen. in the blood of the Lamb, like you said, we overcame by the blood and by the words of our testimony. So those three things, I believe that anybody can get the strength to understand that with God, we don't need nothing else. We, we, we got everything else, you know? Amen, amen. Hey, brother, what is a man, a positive word of encouragement, man, you can give to a youth, a woman, a man, or anybody, man, that's going through something right now, man, just to uplift them, that know that tomorrow brings brighter days, man? Wow. I just wrote a song called Crowd Different. I tell them no matter what, uh, you know, some people crowd different. And, and, and I'm just... I, I'll give you, like, the lyrics, it ain't in a high scene, but it says some people crowd different, but if you see them tripping, there's a time to touch, and there's a time to refrain, so please don't judge them. You ain't got to say nothing. If you ain't going to pray for them, just stay away. When you see them looking down, just give them a smile to uplift their spirits. It's worth more than a million, so when the storms get to hit and then they start to reminisce, remember, we all crowd different. We all Ooh, crowd different, so man. don't bottle it up. However you cry. Just, just let it out. It's better to let it out and do it in a positive way. If you got to go work out, you got to read your word, you got to take a walk, don't let it out the way the world says. It, any way you let it out is a good way. No, it's not. It's a good way and it's a bad way. If you don't want to talk, and if you look at Joe friend, they came and sat on the dirt for seven days without saying anything. Mm. Sometimes words can heal. Yeah. And sometimes words can hurt and sometimes silence can heal. So, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we need to just be quiet and just listen to our friends. And if they need to cry out, be their shoulder. If, if they need to cry out, like if you need to cry out, cry out. But please do it in a positive way. That's all I can tell the person like going through because we got to let it go. And I would advise you to cry out to God because he's the only one really at the end of the day that can do something about it. Amen, 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 brother. That's a good word, man. Job, man, that brother, whoa, man, Job went through, whoa, oh, man. <laughs> man, Job we, went we, through it, Job went through it, Job went through it, enemy, man, that was some, just because he was an upright man, God said, have you tried him, I'm like, man, so imagine how many times Job, Job uh, God asked Satan, have he tried you or tried me, because we've been through hell on this earth, we amen. just don't know, amen, <laughs> amen. Hey, man, brother. Hey, man, what can the people listening, man, purchase your merch, man, or listen to your music, man? What's your email contact, your email info, man? Give the people a little information about yourself, brother. Well, 
lot of my music is out everywhere. SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. I took down a lot of music and went back to my old uh, distribution company, CD Baby, because they started giving out like a free video with your music. And uh, you pay one time, it's up forever. So it's MC, capital M, capital C, Take Light, capital T-A-K-E, capital F-L-Y-H-T. And that's the tag for Instagram, Facebook, and my email is C Kelly. That's K E L L E Y C K E L L E Y I I I eight zero at gmail.com. And if you hit me there, I can send anything you want. We do have a clothing line coming out for Prayed Up Music, and it's crazy you ask an encouraging word. It's all encouraging fans on the church. Whatever type of thing you like, and we got over a hundred encouraging sayings that's all biblical, they're all Bible-based scriptures, and we summed it up to where the main part of the scripture stands out. Because I've noticed see a lot of these shirts on Amazon have like the whole scripture on the shirt, and they just make the shirt ugly. They got like a thousand words on the shirt, you know, it's like dang, this <laughs> yeah. shirt was big. And they would put we're more than conquerors, but they put the whole scripture all over the front and back. And I got to turn you around in circles to read it, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we got some stuff coming out. Merch will be posted, but it's MC Take Flight, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and you'll catch the music on Spotify, SoundCloud. And uh, we got a lot of new stuff coming out. Kids even got one coming out. Church Boys, Christian Hip Hop Life. My seventeen-year-old, my ten, and my eight-year-old. Amen, 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 brother. Train the child up in the way, man, and they will not stray. If they do, they know what the what the blessings in them, and they know what you have put in them, man. Brother, I just like right. to say, man, hugs, man, and prayers, man. Thank for fellowshipping with your boy Bless. Change, man, on Center the Saints, man. Amen. Always remember this scripture, man, James 119, brother. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. This too shall come to pass. Never give up, my brother. God blessings. And to the next testimony, brother, pray for me, and I will pray for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you, brother. I like the way you spell that name, too. I spell mine with a Y. Uh -huh. <laughs> I like the Y for somebody that's tight. Uh -huh. Amen. You stay blessed, and thank you again, man. And I will continue to pray for you as you pray for me, too. All right, my bless brother. You. God blessings. All right. Please. Don't forget to send that. <laughs>